Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 99 of Wings, Beers, and Tears, your favorite DMV sports podcast. That is right. Episode 99, the great one. We are almost there to the century mark, and we're going to have a big Wings, Beers, and Tears blowout next week. We're going to go back to the bar. We're going to get some beers. Probably going to get hammered. Probably get hammered. Yeah. And, uh, and Jerry, Jerry's definitely getting hammered. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Two Miller Lights, bitches. <laughs> Two Miller Lights, and he's going to start waxing Tangiel about everything, uh, you know, everything wrong with West Virginia sports and hating on every fan base that he doesn't Dude, like. Expect me to be negative tonight. Just saying. <laughs> it's, uh, so, it's a regular, so it's a regular podcast. All right. So, episode 99, again, Wings, Beers, and Tears. Give us a follow on Apple iTunes, Google Play, wherever you download your favorite podcasts. What's going on, fellas? Jeremy, any good stories? Jeremy, yeah, nothing, nothing fucking world traveler. Story. Jeremy, fresh off the boat, literally. From All right, the give it, give us two minutes of the highlights. Well, uh, first and foremost, I'm a complete loser because <laughs> I was I was hanging out with the chick the entire time and never got anywhere. But at you least know, you were hanging at least out. I was I mean, hanging out. You know, like maybe. Um, yeah, Jerry's like, nah. <laughs> I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> did she? Did you pay for her gambling? Did you buy <laughs> no. her dinners? No. No, no, yeah. that, that could have something to do with not well, being able to close the yeah. deal. Where, where was she from? Jersey. Okay. Was she employed? Yes. Okay. Are you going to see her again? Probably. There. Yeah. There we go. All right. Is she real? <laughs> I got a, I got a picture and everything, but you know. yeah, I met her. She's from the Greater Niagara Falls area. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna get uh, have to get Mitch on the case on this one. Uh, Mitch is gonna be your matchmaker. He's gonna he's gonna have a blowout and inviter and everything. I think he has all those details already. So <clears throat> excellent, excellent. And what's going on, Jerry, Mister Negative over there? I mean, you know, my Same life much. is just falling apart. Sports wise, it's never been worse in my life. I must say, dude, that Toronto Caps game last week is probably down in the dumps as far as I've been in a while. I actually texted you. You yeah, and I never text him. And I said it is so fucking depressing right now to be to be a Washington fan. Nothing like, good is happening dude, in any sport that I love. Well, I, I, I saw you at the store the other day, and I said literally, I my my life does it revolves around my family, obviously, and, and job. But I mean, sports are such a big part as far as I can remember back. If I didn't have like Liverpool in my life, I don't know what the fuck I would do. I think I would just punt every other single team. It's so depressing. I might have to invoke the broken home because uh, I was <laughs> raised in a broken home. That means I can cheer for any team whatsoever. Yeah, absolutely. I may have to start doing that more. You should. You know, I, um, I think we all need to adopt at least like a sister team. Like in the NHL, I always pull for Calgary. Again, it was always one of my favorite players. Now I love Kachuk. I love Johnny Hockey. Like those guys, they're playing well. Like the Caps are going to be a first round exit. Should, should I if just go ahead get and put there. all my eggs into into Calgary's basket? I don't know. That sounds pathetic. Um, all right. Well, let's get started on the caps, man. Let's do it, man. Um, who wants suck. to lead off here? You want to lead off with uh, the negative? Sell Carlson. Anybody who's old and has a big contract, with the exception of Ovechkin. Well, I know Trade off him. the bat you want Backstrom gone. You Backstrom want his- Carlson. And uh, yeah, those are my two big ones. Get, see if you can unload some of that contract. Um, Got to start the rebuild, bro. This core ain't going to do it. Well, I, I must say it was interesting. Did you hear McClellan's comments last week? Somewhat. He wasn't yeah. going to be as aggressive as Yeah, he basically, the, he, he's like McPhee. He's a McPhee disciple. You don't want to play poker with that guy. He holds everything very close to the vest. He's kind of a son of a bitch to deal with. 
but he flat out said, yeah, we're not going to be as aggressive as, as we normally would be. That is his way of saying we're probably not going to do anything at all. Right. Kind of like we're in a playoff position. We're probably going to be the eight seed. You know, they'll, they'll are, be the last. Why, are, why don't we start the rebuild? I don't understand. If you, if you can, maybe you can't. Maybe everybody else says that. I, I, I would argue this with the way with the way contracts are being bought out, with the salary cap being as stagnant as it's been, getting good quickly isn't that hard anymore. It's not like you have to do this like three or four year. All right, let's go ahead and sell this guy and do this and do that. It's really just. It's yeah. almost like rearranging the furniture. And you find yourself with a whole different space. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta clear cap space. You do, you do, and and which is certainly why somebody would need to go the other way in in some of those deals. But you know, if we get to the off season and really nothing's on the table this trade deadline, it wouldn't be shocking to me if you saw a buyout from you know a decent sized contract. That that's very possible, and all of a sudden now you've got cap space. You know, Jeremy, tell me why I'm wrong. It's not that you're. It's not that you're not wrong. It's just there's no there's no formula for a quick for a quick rebuild. Oh no! But you got to start at some point. Fundamentally, you have to say, okay, this is our new direction. There will be no rebuild here until at least one of Ovi or Backstrom retires. Period. So they wow. and, and they were not going to get rid of either one of them. Hmm. So and I, I would say because of that you keep Carlson too, and you just deal with it. Maybe once those two retire, you buy out Carlson. Um, and then, you know, beyond that, as bad as they've been, they were much better the last two games. Yeah. And, you know, including one against a good, darn good team in Carolina. Yep. yep. And, you know, and the power play is back. It's basically on fire the last, what, eight games, 30, 30% or something like that, yeah. the last eight games. Yeah. So, and then goaltending. VTech is finally, now again, consistency, injuries, never know. But the two biggest problems this team's had is goaltending and power play. And basically, the last eight, ten games, those have both been there, and they're starting to come back around. Hmm. Well, I feel bad for Ovechkin because, you know, with the shit with Russia, he seems to be the face of all of it. Yep. You know, like that, that New York columnist was like, he should, I don't know, everybody should boo. I don't know what he said. Basically, Ovechkin bears the brunt of all this responsibility. Do they not have any Russians on their team? <laughs> it's it's a fucking joke right now. Look, man, what what's happening is awful. It's terrible. We he, we here in in our culture actually know dick about it, and anybody that purports to know about it is full of shit. We yeah. don't know. All I can say is this: it sucks. It's brutal. But the outcry of if you have Russian ties, immediately you should be extricated from whatever you're doing is one of the dumbest things I've ever fucking heard. You know? Yeah. So I get it. You can I, hate I just, Putin. Ass- you, you- I just assume Ovi is the weight of the world is on him because he's usually he looks, beloved. He looks broken. Yeah. Well, part of it is what does he do with his family? Yeah. Well, they're over uh-huh. there. Everybody's over there. Everybody's over there. And now if you're over there, it's going to be hard to get out. And it's kind of like, fuck. Do you just leave everything you built there? Do you just stay the course and hopefully things get soothed over eventually? Like he's got to be in a really, really tough headspace right now. Right. And he's Sucks. the only, Yeah. Yeah. And he's your leader too. And quite honestly, if if this train does go off the tracks both the rest of this year and into next year, Ovi's really the only thing we got to watch. It's almost like when the Orioles got bad, but Ripken was still chasing the record. It was you're like, right. at yep. least we got that guy. Right, at right. least we got history. That's, exa- that's a great analogy. Yep. 
Well, and you got him on 50-goal pace and stuff like that. Obviously, yep. he's slowed down a ton because what was he? He was pushing a 60-goal pace about <clears throat> halfway through. He's you know he was, down, but, but when you start seeing like yeah. Hathaway up on the first yeah. line with them, I mean his goals yeah. are going to. Well, dry his points up. are staying yeah. up there too. They you are. Know, he's, they are. He's having a great year. He now, is. I just you got to hope for his sake and just his, his mental well-being that you know he's got you know his you know he can bury himself in hockey. He's got his teammates, right? And uh, you know it's his little sanctuary. And you know selfishly, then he just you know comes out and plays well. But I just hope he's. Is doing as well as he can be doing, and his team's there for him. You know, it's funny, and, and Jerry brought it up too. It's like Ovi gets the puck, and everybody boos, yeah. even more so than they used to. Like in Pittsburgh, they always booed him, like we boo Crosby, right? But everybody boos. Orloff scores, nobody does a thing. <laughs> Kuzi makes a great play, nobody does anything. Panarin does something, but like um, even Tarasenko, the, like even the, the writers here, I know, like Tom Lavera was just like all over Ovi. It's like, what are you doing, man? Well, you shine a, uh, you shine like a, he, he's like a cat. You put a laser pointer and he just fucking runs around and chases it. He's a complete moron. The fact that that guy's a Hall of Fame writer is a joke. <laughs> you know, I, I just think, don't. I think Major can write as well as Tom Lavera. I don't. I don't know what Ovi's ever said in support of Putin, but that's his country and his leader. I. He's actually never said anything in support or against him. He's hey. done the perfect PR job of towing the line. Right. I'm not. I'm not sure why why he bears the hatred because of it's like all every, Russian players. Because it's like everything else right now. There was there's a an opera singer at the Met in in New York, and she's like the lead, and they fired her. And somebody's like, "Damn her for being born in Russia and being a great singer." Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you know. Yeah. And unfortunately, we're not going to get out of this for a while. Yeah. So no, I think the world is. <laughs> I think this is the beginning, <laughs> the beginning of the end. Well, Let's make it to episode well, one hundred for yeah. God's sake. <laughs> I, I, I wonder how it's going to affect sports because well, I assume China is going to do something in Taiwan. Not to make this a big political, <laughs> I just assume that's what's going to happen. No, but you're right though. And you look at sports on the world stage. You look at the Olympics that just finished. The Olympics that just happened were so fucked up on so many levels. It was, it was boring as shit. It was boring as hell. It was in a weird area at a weird time between COVID plus all the political unrest. Now you have the whole unrest between, you know, Russia and the rest of Europe. And it's kind of like anybody that thinks sports isn't a global thing is full of shit. The NBA, the NHL, uh, soccer, for God's sake. I mean, those those are world sports and you can't get away from it. So how does it, what what is the trickle down effect? I mean, if you're Ovechkin, I just don't even know how you, I mean, your family's over there. You have to assume they're safe because they're in Russia, but, you know... I, Which is why he just needs to keep his mouth shut here. Well, and he that's did. what people don't understand. Is I mean, that's, like, oh, he's keeping his mouth shut. That's that's deplorable. Uh, that's no. no. Yeah. I mean, what do you, what do you, he said, uh, what, end the war, whatever that is. No, no, no more war. war. No more war, right? He didn't really take a side, really didn't justify anything. Um, but anything he said, he's going to get crucified for. for if, sure. he, if he says anything anti... Russia, oh, we made a mistake there. I was hoping we didn't do that or something like that. He's going to get killed well, back home. And look right. what happened with Panarin last year. He said something against Putin, and they accused him basically of you know molesting a teenager or right. something mm-hmm. like that. And then if right. he if he doesn't do that to the full extent that people want him to, then he's viewed as a traitor to a. I mean, well, and this clearly isn't the, no, but I know and this but, isn't the first time this has happened and affected the sports world. I think this is probably the most. What's the what's the word I'm looking for? This is the most like potent because it's so in your face right now, real time. But if you even go back to last summer, you had that Chinese tennis star who spoke out against 
um, you know, the Chinese government, and she literally disappeared for three months. And then she popped up on an ad, and they were like, hey, look, she's good. It's like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is going on? So we're talking about some fucked up shit. Yeah, some some shit that we don't don't have any idea of how these... Well, could you imagine... If our country said, you know, fuck Cuba, you remember the 1960s? We're taking that shit over. <laughs> I mean, the fucking outrage. Oh. And it's just like it happens in other places of the world, sure. and people don't know what to do. I know. Let's just blame Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> shit, if you're from Maryland and you have like a UVA bumper sticker, people glare at you oh, for I God's know. sake. I, I mean, it's just, you know. No, I do not. Well, <laughs> yeah, really. You, you can <laughs> feel the tension on RM, I can't even, RMNB. Yeah, yeah. RMB, because oh, yeah. they're, they're ultra liberal. Right, and they w- they love Ovi, but they want to b- sort of blast him. Um, you, I, at least that's the sense I get. One hundred percent. And I think he, I think if you're him, you just play hockey. Um, yeah, and, and, and there is no upside to do anything because ha- you're going to piss half the people off. One hundred percent. Just play mm-hmm. and just play like you always play, man. Fucking hit people in the corner, like. Um, so let's get back to the ice real quick. If so you're going to be the villain, be the villain. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so the Toronto game last week, I said I was down in the dumps because I thought we played well enough to win, and we were right there at 3-3, and then we had just two back-to-back. You were on the ship. I don't right. think you saw no, it. I didn't see it. Dude, there were two shifts in the third period where game was dead even, 3-3. We look great. We're skating with them. They don't look like the young team. We, we look great. And then all of a sudden, two shifts in a row, completely hemmed into our own zone, and you could just feel the goal coming. What Toronto score with like a minute 46 left or yeah. something like that. And that's when I texted Jerry and I'm like, I'm so fucking depressed right now because we finally looked like we were playing our way out of the funk and we lost a game we should have won. And in the back of my mind, I'm going, shit, we got Carolina coming up next. We're going to lose again. And then we go out and we boat race Carolina. Well, caught them at the right time. We did catch them at the right time. Well, that see, that's how close. And to Jeremy's point, because he is ever the optimist, especially with the caps and the power play. But he's not wrong because the last eight to ten games, they went from worst power play in the league. Probably in, over the last ten games, they're probably top five. Yeah. Might even be number one over that one stretch. But either way, it's much better. Well, we got to go to um, yeah, we go out west, right? Go Calgary, out west, Edmonton, well, we up north, I guess it is. Calgary, Edmonton. Where's Edmonton? Is Edmonton west? Yeah, yeah. Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Then we come back to uh, verse. At home versus the Islanders, and then at Columbus, and then at Carolina, you know they're going to want blood. So that's the next that game six. at Columbus is tough because they're the one team that has a, a legit shot to catch us. You well, know, it's a big one, yeah, yeah. But you know what? Um, I think I think the Caps are just dead in the water. I I think this core is done. I've said that enough. But um, if they're going to go out west and get united and get past this, mm-hmm. um, maybe that trip is not a bad. I mean, going out west is always terrible, but it is. But but on the heels of two in a row at home, you know, two two solid wins at home, outscored the opponent nine to two. Um, Got to f- feel a little bit better. And I will say this: if Vanacek can stay healthy, I think he cemented himself as the number one. But then you got to you got to trade Samson off. You got to just trade. You can't have two. Of these guys and and have the temptation of going back and you know you got to trade them <clears throat> you got to trade one or the other man pick a fucking horse and ride them well you're not really going to get much for either you're that's get, the problem you're, it, you're not them. doing it to get a prospect you're doing it for the psyche of the other guy who's just not looking over his fucking that shoulder. would be great but both of them are about as uh, durable as a piece of yeah. paper so. yeah well, no but I get I, it man I, I think I, you get a vet backup and you keep Samson off unless they really want him as part of that deal. Yeah. 
But technically, we kind of have a vet backup in in Copley. Yeah, but yeah, but a real one. (laughs) I'm talking NHL vet, not a pro, just a pro vet. Yeah, but who out there is really gonna? I mean, I heard today that the Caps are keeping an eye on Claude Giroux. Huh? Yeah. I think they 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 are they're sort of infatuated with him. You know, I I think he sort of has a good they the cap players have always seemed to respect that dude. Giroux's always liked the Caps. Yeah. Giroux's been a he he and Backstrom are actually big golfing buddies in the offseason. Are they? Yep. They're both kind of cerebral, both, you know, just stay below the radar a little bit. So um uh, he's always been one of those Philly guys that I've never hated, only because you gotta respect his game. Yeah. You know, he's a legit player. <laughs> um and he's I thought he's always carried himself really well. Well, if we get caught, it's it's the games against like Philly in that stretch where we just could not. Yeah. Right after the break, we just looked like That's right. We lost that game 2-1 to Philly. Yeah. Well, the next five games is probably going to be the story. Um, Or maybe not the next five, but the last two plus the next three, this five-game stretch. Uh, Because those three, actually, maybe it's the next five. You said Columbus and what (laughs) after the? um, Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver. Islanders at home at okay. Columbus at Carolina. Those five, if you can, if you can snag seven, eight points, I think you're just fine. Mm-hmm. They're still they're ten up, and Columbus has a game in hand. That's a that's still a big chunk. You gotta, no, that you know, you know, you're right about that. And I've always said well, you got to beat Columbus at Columbus. In, you, know, in, you do that, it's probably that might be it. Um, you don't like to chase goals in a game, and you don't like to chase points in no. the standings, especially when the calendar hits March. Um, well, know. they have enough. They, I would hope. That even though I don't think they're going to make any noise in the playoffs, but they have enough veteran grit to maybe put in a fight to get to the playoffs. Well, if you're a so if you're Carolina, and right now if the season ended today, I think it would be Caps Carolina, right? Fairly certain. I think I heard that. Yeah. yeah. If you're Carolina, part of you goes, they're old. They're old. <laughs> We're young. Brenda Moore's up and coming. Laviolette's just a he's a veteran coach, but he doesn't really scare us. And the other part of you goes, well, shit. Vanacek has had stretches where he's been better than Freddie Anderson. Just just shut us out. Yeah, just shut us out. And, you know, as tough as Carolina is, that might be the worst matchup for them on paper when you think about Wilson and Ovechkin and Hathaway and those guys because they're not – Carolina's not going to bully anybody yeah. like that. No, no. But, a lot of the teams in the, in the playoffs, I don't want to play the Caps. The big one for me is Toronto. If I'm Toronto, I'd be – I almost want to give up if I got them in the first round. Yeah, Toronto and, and the Caps. Me. As far as matchups go, the Caps because really don't you know have the, a, the, But the Caps can can play heavy. Oh, yeah. They well, and they're going to play heavy. And Toronto's goaltending. I mean, what, it's a, what a shit show. Yeah. And it's just they're, they are like the Caps were, you know, 10 years ago. 100%. So much talent. When I see that. All the hype. 100%, dude. I picture in my head. Boudreaux on the on the bench, yeah. Mike Green, exactly. You know those yeah. guys. A, a, a bunch yeah. of freaking flyers down, flyers down the ice. Yeah. Yep. A ton of shots. Yep. Nobody shielding anybody. Nope. And then you get to the playoffs, and you're like, how did we just lose that? Yeah, how did we just lose that? We <laughs> had 95 shots and scored one goal. Yeah, exactly. That's, it's exactly right. That's exactly right. It's funny to see somebody else in those shoes for a change. But uh, well, I mean, look, we'll see. I mean, hey, chances we'll are, yeah. if the Cavs make the playoffs, they're going to go out like. Wimpy's in the freaking last two years, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I mean, I I hear you, but I'm more inclined to if you can now. Jeremy's probably right that they're not going to do it, but I'd rather be sellers than buyers at the at the deadline. But but either way, for for my goalie psyche, I'm I'm trading one of those dudes, and I'm like, pick one, and the, you're riding the other guy. 
That's it. Because you can't have somebody, every time he gives up a soft goal, okay, well, here comes the other guy. Right. He, he just well, this, I, I really think, that. though, that Vanacek has, has separated himself. The only reason it's not more obvious is that bullshit non-interference call when he got ran, run over that he missed, what, six, eight games. Yeah. One for that, he'd have at least four more starts. I mean, his numbers, he's already separating. He's like, what, almost 20 points higher on save percentage. I mean, he, he to me, he has separated himself. The only thing is, is if he gets hurt, then, well, it's all moot. Yeah. I mean, if he gets hurt or if he can't perform at – and let's face it, I didn't think Vanacek had elite-level consistency in him, and consistency is the key word because right. he hasn't shown that yet. But his flashes you, yeah, but have you, been but pretty impressive. You have been proven right. He doesn't have that capability because he can't do it. Well, you can't stay healthy. Well, so I don't know whether he can't do the it. The best ability is availability, bro. Yeah, it's true. Very true. Um, you know, so uh, like you said, Jerry, time will tell. It's a tough. It's a tough road right now. Uh, when is the trade deadline? March twenty first. All right, so we're so getting three weeks. weeks. We're getting less than three. Two weeks. We're going to start seeing shit because you want to get them as yeah. early as possible, right? Yeah. Well, I heard one of the big pundits was it Dreger? Probably. Dreger was saying that he. You know, he's like, you never know with this shit, but he's like, this could be the most quiet trade trade deadline we've ever seen. Yeah, but they say that shit every year, and there's always a flurry at the well, end. Well, I think cap is probably one of the biggest That's issues. That's what he right? said. Yeah. He said, you know, at this stage, not a whole lot of high-profile guys have been stashed away. Right. Not a lot of big teams have a ton of cap space. So he's like, if you're going to see moves, you're going to see, like, lat- uh, collateral moves. You're not right. going to see, like, right. Tampa going out and snatching up three free agent right. rentals because well, they can't. Well, yeah. I'm, I'd like to see – I'm interested to see, and I won't watch any of it because I've already given up emotionally. But <laughs> um, And uh, my bedtime is, like, 9.30. But I, I'm interested to see how they do out west. This will, yeah. be, this will be just to see where their psyche is. I agree. You know, if they go out there and go 0-3 – they're going to get caught. Mm-hmm. If they do that, I think they will get caught, and that's the thing. And it doesn't. And it, but but if they go out there and get zero and three, they don't get caught. It doesn't matter because who gives a shit if you make the playoffs and get run for nothing to Carolina? Who gives right. a fuck? Yeah. Right. Well, Man. I think it's go ahead, Doug. Sure. No, no, no I, great point. I, I just think that it's you know when you when we think about West and, and the disastrous trips, usually it's when they go south. Right. You know, until this last season or two, you know, I haven't been San Jose since two thousand three. All that kind of crap. It's not like that. North, the north uh, northwest they're okay. Um, so I, I think that I think that four points is I'm I'm counting on four points out of those. Well, three they games. seem to be as healthy as they've been in a while. Top six well, is, is absolutely right? as healthy. I mean, they're, they're old. They're good. Yeah. Everyone, someone's yeah. always going to be injured. Well, I mean, well look, getting Mantha back, getting Oshi back is huge. Yeah. But well, losing losing Haglin, I can't believe it. That that oh, sucks. That's an addition by subtraction. Well, no, brother. I mean, here's the thing again. Okay, think about having Oshi and Mantha out versus having. You know, Haglin and Snively out. Yeah, true. I mean, it's just that's such Good a point. massive difference. Yeah. So you know, you because now yeah. you're where, where is Hathaway? What line? Fourth. Uh, look at, all the lines are back. Oh, yeah. One of the lines so, are basically back. Yeah, he's on the fourth, and they brought up the Philabi. Yeah, Philabi. Yeah, Man, that guy uh, looks like a freaking male model. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Is he not like a doppelganger yeah. for Haglin though? He's like a younger yeah. Haglin. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> he but plays he plays like him too. Can, can he score if there's nobody else on the ice? And no, no. He made a move the other night. He absolutely freaking dusted what's his name, uh, Martinuk. And uh, went right around him in two steps, got inside, and then just fanned on a back. So, <laughs> so he's so they not shoot over there? I don't understand. He sounds like a Haglin Greer hybrid. <laughs> he really uh, is. So. Uh, it's funny. Um, well, I like the way he skates, though, man. He's yeah, got some absolutely. good jump. Let's see how they do. They start tomorrow in Calgary. So, yep. yeah. so hey, CAPS, 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 caps. Two game winning streak. Let's look at the glass half full, Jerry. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah.
God, you're so disgusted. All right, where to next, gents? You guys want to go down to the college ranks? You guys want to talk uh, some college dude. ball, or do you want to go up to uh, the was, NFL, man? Well, let's talk about the let's talk about college basketball. All right, let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk. Who cares about on the court stuff? I'm yep. talking about off the court stuff. All right, let's do so, it. So last the, week, the hard on didn't last long, did it? Yeah, the story of my life. Last <laughs> week, I was getting so psyched because everybody was blowing up Twitter yep. about. Yep. The junkies put it on there Dude, that they as wanted. Soon as, as soon as I heard EB and Jason talking about it, I was like, like fuck. And, and nobody was disputing it, and people I were know. picking up and retweeting and all that stuff. I was like, there is some smoke here. Mm -hmm. They've reached out to Patino. It's the end of the year. Um, you know. I will say this, though. Um, remember Mike Lonergan? Yeah. The old uh, sure. you know, Gary disciple yeah. went to Catholic, went to um, uh, Maine GW. And GW. Yeah. Um, and uh, he he did say though, uh, as soon as the Patino thing came out, because he's really tight with the the junkies, and he goes, "LOL." He goes, "The second Patino's camp, and he come out and say they don't want the job." He goes, "He is pining for this job so badly." <laughs> he goes, "I know that man like the back of my hand." He goes, "Never say never with that guy." I, I was like, "Oh, so you're saying there's a chance?" <laughs> I just I, I just think, if I had to guess, the interest was real, right? <laughs> and it, it is still maybe real, but. He was pretty. I mean, Patino came out and said it will not be me. That's pretty. That's pretty definitive. It is very. Not definitive. he. He normally just says I'm happy where I am. Yeah, but they have great but, opportunities. But three weeks ago, didn't he have a lifetime contract? Well, on that's the table? what, what happened floating. to that. Yeah. So 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 all of this was getting me excited, right? And I <laughs> this is, this shit is going to happen, and then it then he came out and squashed it, and it, yep. uh, it like cool. it, it was like a kick in the balls. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, here's what I think happened. I think there's some genuine interest. I think Rick Pitino's ego is as big as you'll see in any human being. Right? I wouldn't dispute that. And he probably had some, in addition to contractual demands, this is how we're going to run the basketball program. And it's basically taking power away from the athletic director and say, I don't, you, you report to me sort of. I, I, gotcha. am, I am autonomous. This is what I demand. Mm -hmm. This is how I'm going to recruit. This is what I need. Gotcha. And they were like, "Whoa, mm -hmm. you know, that's not that's we don't we don't really do it like that." Um, if I had to suspect, it was probably some of like the philosophical things where there was going to be some severe pushback, and he was like, "That's not for me," because when I come, it's my program, right? And you stay out of the way, and whatever I say, you say, "I'll try," or "Yes." Mm -hmm. There is no you have to clear it through me. I think that's how he runs his program. I think you're probably right. And I, I think if you, get, if you get Bill Self or Calipari or that way, that's how they do it. Sure. They, everything runs through them. So if Patino is really off the table, because I'm with you, Jerry, I had, when the whole lifetime contract thing came down, I just said, all right, I'm going to suppress that pipe dream. I don't even want to get excited about it anymore. Move on. And then when that popped up, I was like, oh, shit, this could really happen. And then when that got squashed, <laughs> I was like, yeah. all right, who's next then? I don't know. I mean, look, I, I think anybody who is a mega star coach is going to want autonomy. Yeah. And if philosophically the Maryland administration is just not comfortable with that for, for whatever for whatever reason. Right. Um, then they're going to have a problem attracting anyone. Yeah. The, uh, of Other than then you're going to get the up-and-coming coach who's just happy to be here. And yeah, right. You know, I'll be disappointed. This yeah. is their opportunity, and I hope Kevin Anderson doesn't get in the way. 
Yeah. Well, he, he that definitely, would be shocking he if definitely he won't get in the way. In the other Damon Evans. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Damon, when did Kevin Anderson leave? Uh, Five years ago? Oh, huh. more than that. But anyway. Um, no, yeah, no, Evans. He's, but, he's no, alive, though, isn't he? I think uh, so. As far as I know. Okay. So, yeah. Well, hey, Kevin. <laughs> Damon Evans. Yeah, whatever. Don't get in the way, asshole. <laughs> yeah. He's Dave. like, I won't. Um, but uh, no, I, I think they're, you know, the, the more and more this goes, I think they're just in, a, they're in such a limbo because they should be, you know, a top 10, 12-ish program. They're just not near there yet. So nobody wants to take that job with the pressure and with the assumption they'll be, t- you know, 10 or 12 without the resources of that. You know, or at least the, the, the recent history plus the resources for that. And that's probably, I think you're exactly right about Patino because, you know, it sounds like it wasn't going to be money. No, those it's not bo- those be, don't, money's the boosters, probably the easy part. The boosters are going to be like, We're, we got this. And if that if that was the case and they still didn't want him, it's almost like a, I think for a different reason, but it's almost like Leech. Hmm. You know, it's uh, like, yeah. you know, it just he's a little bit too much of an asshole. Right. And that's too bad because it would have been a great choice. So what do you do? You'll get somebody like, and field, eh? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, he'd be fine, but maybe, maybe that's what you do is you get somebody who can help bring it back to prominence, and then you'll get somebody. But I just, I, I think they're so in a the tough rumor position. mill has been has been just nonstop, right? One of the guys at the Terps game, he, you know, he's across the aisle from us. He talks to me all the time, which I don't like. <laughs> um, and uh, but he's he's had tickets for you know. 28 years or some shit like that and he goes to most of the games by himself retired and everything else he says sounds again, like a pretty credible and winner guy yeah he's, like, so he goes whatever. on a cruise by themselves yeah <laughs> well, does he go to, does he go to movies by himself <laughs> yeah cruise by himself <laughs> he says that there there has been real talk that gary has basically said he would put in a three or four year shift I've heard yeah. to get the the program back up, make sure they make the tournament. He would put uh, a young assistant in charge of recruiting, a la Dwayne Simpkins. Mm-hmm. That would uh, that's the rumor, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And like, kind of like groom and get ready for whoever the next up and comer is. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, it, how old is Gary? Oh, he's got to be seventy. I think I think he and Patino are like the same. Seventy one, seventy two. Yeah. I think honestly, maybe sixty eight. Honestly, I can't right lie. Here. I'd be a little psyched if Gary came back. Oh, I would. So I was at the Ohio State. <laughs> I'd be a little psyched so I went to the Ohio State back. game over a week me? ago, and they honored the 2002 championship team. And I thought it was going to be kind of lame. It was fan freaking tastic. They didn't overblow it, but Scott Van Pelt was there, dressed to the nines, introduced everybody at center court, and Gary just came out. Gary comes out, looking all pissed off, does his little fist bump, <laughs> fucking place goes nuts. Yeah, and he just stands there, and I'm sure everybody heard it. You know, he just said. We're one of the top programs in America. He goes, we are always there. We will always be there. And he goes, just just hang tight. We're, we're going to be 77. 77? Jesus. Oh. He didn't look 77. He looked he looked like he had just gotten off the golf course and had about, you know, uh, so, three glasses of uh, Maker's Mark. <laughs> of the names that are being floated around, right? Let's not, you know, no Patino, no Mega, Mega Star coming back. Right. The Kevin Willard name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That kid can the kid. That guy can coach. He can coach. Is that Seton Hall or where? Seton Hall. Yeah. He's the one for me that I could get on board and actually get a little bit excited about. I'm with Jay Enfield from USC. It wouldn't. I think nationally it would get some pub. It doesn't really blow my socks off. Um, I think Willard would be an interesting one. 
Well, isn't isn't Patino? Didn't Patino say they should be looking at that guy? He's the next <laughs> rising star. I mean, you know, it's like he's yeah. like, and it makes you wonder. But he is from New York, and obviously, um, his dad I think was at Pitt, right? The coach at Pitt. Yes, wasn't that him? That's correct. But he seems to have already built a program. Yeah. Um, Seton Hall is, a, I think, a mid-major, but they had a run when we were kids, so we were growing up. They were great. He gets them into the tournament. They're at the top of the Big East, near the top. They, he's, the a, deal. he's an East Coast dude. And here's the deal. They compete toe-to-toe with Villanova every year. Villanova's yeah. better, right. but at least they're in the same ballpark. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, you know he's, a, he's, an, he's an East Coast dude. <clears throat> that means he has, I agree with you, he has connections in this area. Yep. And that's and, the guy, if you're going to do one of these non... And Turge I'd did like, make right. a ton of inroads in that Philly, Jersey, southern New York area. A guy like Willard, he recruits that nonstop as part of his Seton Hall right. track. And a lot of talent coming out of there in addition to our own backyard. And we've got a stud on the squad right now. And I'm telling you that um, Julian Reese is going to be an absolute fucking stud. But he's got to stay, which is why we need to get a coach in here that you know he's excited quick, about playing. You know how for. quick, even in football, how quick these guys leave. In basketball, I know, it's I know. Be I'm with you. But local guy, um, sister is a stud on the girls' team. I want that guy to stay because I think he's a legit. I think he's a legit yeah. Big Ten guy. We'll yeah. see. But they're gonna. They're, <laughs> this guy. Well, they're gonna have to. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look. I get it, dude. Maryland has amazing athletes, and their their guy at the combine just ran a four three and. You know, and uh, the fastest tight, tight end, fastest safety. I get it, man. And it's five wins, dude. Jesus Christ! At some point, it's got to translate. They won right? seven, but yeah, okay. they won seven. But that's cool. whatever. <laughs> Does it matter? I love it. He ran a four three. Like it's like some subjective thing. Yes, he actually ran a four three. I know. And <laughs> yeah. then you're like, that guy's amazing. He's like, he's fucking balls out. He's a stud. He's a stud. For the record, you just brought it up, not me. You're the one that gets a I'm fucking boner saying, watching the combine. I'm just saying. Well, that is true. It's a little weird. I get it. That's guys I'm in just shorts. saying, you, you, you guys. You guys just do that. Everybody you guys is just do that. Everybody is like so much better than they actually are. So for as for as optimistic as we are with our talent at Maryland, you are equally as pessimistic with your talent at West Virginia. Oh, West, we're gonna win three games next year, man. It's gonna be a every shit guy on show. West Virginia is basically a D two reject. They might as well fire Neil Brown. I mean, now. Well, Deggy transferred, so they're kind of screwed. <laughs> They got a true freshman coming in. He'll probably throw the ball fucking backwards. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are you trying to win, dude? And they're, they're be- going to win nine games next year. No, they won't. <laughs> are there two best defensive players? I mean, you just wake up. At, like you wake up on a Wednesday, and it's like we're out. They just tweet we're out. It's like the fuck. What happened? <laughs> he just he took down all of his West Virginia shit, and now he's going. One dude's going to Miami. The other guy's going to like Arkansas. So what the fuck just happened here? <laughs> It's like you wake up one day and your your shit's gone out of your house. That happened to me. You know, I used to think that you were a great source for West Virginia information. Now I just don't know because it's always doom and gloom. No, well, they well, it's 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 the shittiest time it's ever been up there. Yeah, you know. Would Jeff corroborate that? Oh yeah. Okay. He, he right. never thinks we're gonna. He's more pessimistic than I. It kind of sucks, man. You want somebody <laughs> to lift you up a little bit? He's like, we have no chance. <laughs> but you know, Huggins Huggins looks really old. Oh man. The, he couldn't get along with that dude who's now going to win like the Naismith Award. It's just like, what, I the, know. what the F, I know. man? It's How do you get rid of a legend gracefully? Yeah, When, when he's not going to change his ways, he's not going to get a younger assistant. He doesn't, right. he, he's going to stay loyal to his guys. Dude, that's a great question. How man. do you get rid of someone 
you know, just gracefully. Who's going to... Or how does a legend try and plan his own exit gracefully and then just get boat raced at home? See Coach K. Is that the funniest fucking shit, dude? Oh, my God. The uh, crying dude you know, fan memes are just You know everywhere. what the, the best was? Is they brought the kid back, the baby, uh, the Did kid really? crying. I know. Oh, that was great. I used, I, he, they used to be my screensaver. What is he, like 30? <laughs> he, he is. Yeah, he's seriously. Pretty, yeah, he looks like the guy from the Christmas story. Well, one reason I even knew what was going on in that game was actually on the phone with Mitch and Michelle, and we were, he wanted to know about the cruise. And so we're talking, and he would just, every once in a while, pause, and he was just Mitch clapping. vicariously yeah. through Jeremy's well, solo cruising. No, but he's just <laughs> clapping. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, uh, Duke's now down by whatever. Like, oh, okay, okay. Before we talk about <laughs> anything else, can we just go back to the cruise? I just want to ask, <laughs> I, w- I want to ask so many questions. Does she listen to the podcast? No. Did you tell her you were on a podcast? Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. It was no, a little no. fuzzy at that time. There was a lot of little fuzzy times. <laughs> All right. Well, I, just, I just have so many questions. Yeah. All right. You want to talk about the combine? All I right. Mean, so, so. My my theory now, uh, or my prediction for Maryland basketball, obviously they'll they'll be out next week fairly early, yeah. And then the the head coach, well they play what Wednesday night or Thursday night, but they're yeah. not going to find they're not going to make an announcement certainly yeah. before the end. I think of it's the Thursday, year. Michigan State, right? Re- real quick before we move on, there is the smallest part of the rumor mill that I heard that Danny Manning is a serious candidate <laughs> for the long term job. That can't it, be true, right? Is it? No. The, isn't this what we said the worst? worst I know, thing was? and I love Danny Manning. I think he's a super nice guy. <laughs> he's a gentleman, and he's obviously a decent basketball coach. He's not the next head coach. I've I don't never. Think he wants to be. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't heard that being floated amongst anybody other than Danny Manning supporters who probably want to start that um, rumor again. I heard it through Jeff Ehrman. Through that, you know, and, yeah. and he's very, he's very connected. And he said, whether you like it or not, this is a legit rumor. And I was like, oh, fuck. I think that would God be damn it that if you want to see your ticket sales plummet even further. See, there it is. Right. So the Ohio State game, they brought back the national championship game or team. And they they announced them like during a TV timeout or something. Well, they did it right before halftime. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but they had I was telling Jay, it's 16,200 biggest crowd all year. And the masks and vaccines were still in play. And then I went to the final game against Minnesota because I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll go. And they had 15,000 whatever on a 9 o'clock on a Wednesday night. And I'm not saying both crowds were amazing, but it felt way closer than anything this season. Yeah. And to your point, Jerry, they need to fucking sell that place out like they used to with Gary. Like when you're playing Bucknell in October, you need to get seventeen thousand. Maybe people Damon in there, Evans dude. needs to call Kevin Anderson and get some fucking pointers. <laughs> I mean, seriously, do, does he not know how to read the tea leaves? This is an opportunity to bring Maryland basketball back, or you can continue to make it lethargic and and get Jerry, a shitty fucking. That coach. is the word opportunity. Yeah. He has a chance, an opportunity as a young up and coming AD to fucking put Maryland basketball right back on the map. And I this would, hires everything. I would love to know what happened with Patino. We'll never know what happened with Patino, but I suspect it was something like that. Well, it, I don't think at all it was, I'm not interested. It's, this is what I want if I come. And they were like, yeah, we're probably not going to do that. Well, what if it is a money thing? And what if they are just going back to the bank and figuring out, can they get the funds? Well, they would, he wouldn't I, have said it like that. Well, because, Mr. Again, from you, you, you would probably know better than me, Todd, from the people you get to talk to, but that was, to me, EB and Jason's point, was you had, like, it wasn't Plank, but it was, like, a bunch of the top 15 donors had basically said, we will write the check. That wasn't the issue. The issue, they, but it's because even again, EB and, and Lurch said it. They said, we don't know if Patino wants to come here. That we have no comment on. But gotcha. See, yeah, but I... <laughs> 
it doesn't make any logical sense that he doesn't want to come somewhere. I, I'm with you, Jerry. I, I, but I no, tried but to wrap why, my no, brain around right. it. That's why I agree with so your point. So if you had the money, that's why. If you have the money, if you have donors stepping up, right, and that and the money can get done, and Patino doesn't view Iona, no matter what he says, as his destination job sure. now, unless there's some health thing I don't know about. Um, or then, more scandals. <laughs> well, well, then it has to be. The intangibles. Well, no, I, I completely agree with you. And I the really philosophy do. of how the basketball thing is run. Exactly. And if, if that's the impediment, then fuck Damon Evans. Because you're standing in the way. Mm-hmm. You're ne- He's obviously not smart enough and talented enough to bring Maryland back without the coach. Oh. So it, just get a, hire you, the best person you can and get the fuck out of the way. Yeah, no, you need a stud. You need a stud hire. Yeah. Um, and again, the young up and comers, the Kim, Kim Englishes, those guys, those would be those would be a tough sell, in my opinion. Even if, yeah, it's, it, nobody's I'm, fuck those guys, man. I mean, no disrespect, sure, right? sure. But those guys haven't; they don't have the chops. They've they've never they've never had a successful program uh, of any sort of. I don't even know what. I mean, I've, I've heard Kevin Willard around, um, but you know that's still what of all the. Smaller programs that come up to Maryland, mm-hmm. he's the most exciting. Yeah, but yeah. I would still be disappointed because I'm just my, my expectations are up here, man. You know, I want Brad fucking Stevens. You know, one of well, those again. Dudes. Brad Stevens would be the absolute grand slam as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I mean, I'd be I'd yeah. be super super boosted. I mean, someone of someone who's taking a step. Down coming to Maryland. That's what I want. <laughs> Which I think Patino, Patino would have been step up, but where he's been at the pinnacle. Sure, sure. Everywhere he goes, he wins. Yeah. Every fucking where he goes, he wins. Yeah, You're and right. on, on a high level. You're right. Like he's a better coach than Calipari by far. Uh, I agree. I don't know how much you like Calipari. So, <clears throat> so well, I don't know. Well, we will see. Um, sending- if in fact, I will say this. Damon Evans. If in fact it had anything to do with your decisions about you weren't feeling comfortable about some of the demands that he wanted, if they were not illegal, <laughs> you should have fucking done it. Yeah. I'm not going to give the man what he wants and he will yeah. pay it yeah. back time and time over. I, I mean, can't disagree with that. We've seen it. The problem we even we saw it. Uh, I think Turge is actually the best example. He was a pretty darn good coach, recommended, brought him in here. No reason he couldn't have flourished. He just never got over that hump. And that just shows you how tough it is at a school like this to do that. And that's why you need that big name. Mm-hmm. Because, hey, could some of those other guys do it? Maybe. We saw another guy that had a heck of a track record in multiple schools. I mean, you can't say he failed, but he didn't get to where they wanted. Yeah. And then there's this fan base, they may, they may sound delusional and they really are in a lot of ways. Oh, Final Four, you know. But they're okay if you make the tournament every year. And you're Sweet 16, you have a shot. Got a couple decent players, but they have they're you know they've had one year of that in the last what seven or eight years. If and, Patino and was here for five years, every year they'd be in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every year. at some point, I agree with you, Jerry. 16. And, and I, you know, I was looking back a little bit on Turge's career, not to not to you know throw dirt on that guy. He did quit on his fucking team. He, he did quit on him, and he put more guys in the pros in the last decade mm-hmm. with less results than mm-hmm. I think anybody else in the country. Yeah, so. <clears throat> when people are like, oh, he just couldn't get that high-end talent. Dude, he put fucking pros no, he would in get every recruits. single year. It just, it, his, it, it, his system was just stagnant. I'm telling you, dude, he wanted to win every game 65-63. 
Well, at some point, the law of averages is going to catch up with you, yeah. and you're going to lose a bunch of those games, 65, 63. No, no. That's he, exactly how this He just started. couldn't generate any enthusiasm nope. and any flow. Nope. Even yeah. when they were good, he'd be like, ah, you just got to stick with us, got to calm down. It's like, get excited, <laughs> you know? I mean, he knew what he was doing in his post-game press conference. He'd tell you everything they did that was wrong while they lost. <laughs> of course. And then he'd go, it's on me. It's on, it's on me. me. Yeah. Every time. Like, come on, dude. We got, we got to coach him up better. We got to... Oh. God damn it, then do it. Can we now, can we fast forward to Washington because they're kind of doing the same thing? They are making offers to every team for a quarterback and then float leaking it out that they made an offer. So real quick, you don't want to, you don't want to, um, you know, have more time on the combine. You know? Oh, <laughs> look, here we go. Uh, best player, best player, Saul Gardner. I'd draft that guy at 11 if he's there. Dude, how about what's his name from Georgia? What? I get it. I, it's it's an amazing human feat that that guy weighs 341 pounds and ran a 42. Who cares? 42. Here's the problem. <laughs> Here's the problem. He plays 20 plays. Okay. Really? Yeah. A, wow. Because <laughs> he played 40 plays the year before and was apparently. I mean, he you know he was probably not in as good shape, but he he after about 20 plays he's ineffective. That's why Georgia would take him out. Interesting. Okay. And he's not a pass rusher, right? Um, is would I spend a top ten pick on him? Absolutely not. Somebody will though. I don't think so. I think he's fringe top ten. I think I, mean, I, I think he, I think point, the media loves him more because he just put on a freak show of it. Yeah. He did. But if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna put draft a top ten guy who's gonna play maybe fifteen to twenty plays a game and really just clog up the middle, shit. Brandon Sheriff plays so more a, plays than that. Is that like drafting a guard in the top ten? <laughs> I'm just saying. I, All right. I, so, I, no, that's fair. That's fair. No, no, he's, so as it, as it relates to Washington, any of the quarterbacks? No. Uh, I yeah. mean. I think I, they're kind of showing, which is kind of in a, in a good way. It's the opposite of what you really want. I don't think there's anybody there for them at 11. I really don't. But what it's maybe showing is there might be somebody there at 43 or whatever it is. So no, I mean, all, hey, people way. are going to overdraft these quarterbacks. Every, sure. All the big quarterbacks will be gone in the first 40 picks. Yeah. But I just, do you think there's any chance Washington takes of one of them? Of course there's a chance because they're desperate. Yeah. But I, th- I think at this point it's more likely they get one in the second round. So That's who? My, uh, my thought. So, so you think they're just going to swing and miss again on Russell Wilson, on, on some well, of the big guys? They already did on Wilson, it sounds I, like. I, I have to be honest with you. Russell Wilson just reeks of Donovan McNabb to me. That dude has taken a lot of hits. Interesting. I mean, I haven't heard that, but God damn it, I can see that playing he's, out. He's the same age. He's taken a lot of hits. And if you're Seattle, what the fuck are you thinking, man? You just had the worst offense, the worst defense. You were terrible, 5-11. and 11. You have terrible contracts. You need to rebuild. You lost to Washington. Yeah. yeah what are you doing there bringing you your coach back and your aging quarterback you know, he had a terrible year, and he had freaking DK Metcalf and Lockett to yeah. throw to. It's not like he didn't have weapons. So, yeah, that's I true. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you could get him for two number ones, I would do it, right? I just I, I have a hard time seeing the Donovan McNabb thing until you just said it. And now I'm like, fuck. I mean, I, I can't want, unsee that. <laughs> if I was, was Washington, fat, though. If he I, was fat. If I was Washington, I would want. Deshaun Watson, <laughs> five days a week. I don't care about. Listen, why wouldn't you want him if you're Ron Rivera, right? You trade him. I'm let's say, you, man. Let's I'm say, no, 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 no. Hear me out. You say, you trade three number ones right okay. now. He's suspended for an entire year. You have just added a year onto your contract. Right. Because <laughs> who's going to fire you? You can say, listen, I got, we got this guy, right. right? He couldn't play, didn't see that coming. 
but he's still our franchise. He hadn't taken a hit in two years. He's almost like a 27-year-old guy. Body feels good. Sure. Right? And we're, he's our franchise for the for the for the foreseeable future, and you have just bought yourself more time. The body better feel good after all those massages. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be loose. He's loose. I don't think he's going to be charged, and I don't because he would have been charged already. Yeah, I and I don't you. think he's going to be suspended. I, I don't, just don't. Yeah. Well, May, the, maybe six to maybe four the, to six games. The league can, will can not suspend him and have any credibility. That doesn't mean they won't suspend them. Right. They might. Look, don't get me wrong. I still think no. it's worth three number ones. If, if anything happens, they say it was a de facto suspension for last season. We talked to the Texans about it. It was, you know, obviously nothing official, but he sat out a year. That's enough of a punishment. That's, that's what they need to say. Right. Because yeah, he sat, out, he sat out a year. You, you can't go suspend him now. I don't care if you suspend him, honestly. That wouldn't affect if... I've heard that, and, and I've come around on that as well. It would not affect... No, no. The PR hit you're going to fucking take. Oh, yeah. But, oh, I, yeah. but yeah. I think the rebrand idea, look, we're rebranded. Sure. He's rebranded. We're going to grow together, and we're going to be They're all like be born again. Yeah. yeah. We're going to be a better organization, and he's going to be a better player, and he's zero tolerance. He's not. He's going to be a, a, you know, a choir, mm-hmm. choir boy, and right. you know, no problems whatsoever. The first hint of, of, of shit, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a, 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 a time for him to rebuild and us to uh, rebuild our image. And he's, you know, when he starts, when he has that first 300 game, 300 yard game, four touchdowns, one pick. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, he's reformed. Great move. You know, <laughs> everybody's going to sing hail to the commanders. Yep. And I'm telling you, <laughs> that's, that's who they need to be focusing on. They need to be focused on it right now. And what do you want and make it happen? Because there's nobody that I wouldn't trade to get that guy. Dude, I'm with you. If, if, if they were able to land Deshaun Watson, as you said, even with the caveat that he could be out as much as a year. Um, as much as a year, you yep. still take him. I, I, I still think you get it done, um, and you roll with old Heineke. And, and, well, that, and then you, you have a ton of cap room, right? Right. Let's say he's not playing for a year. You get cap relief for that. Sure. Right? Then you can sign Mitchell fucking Trubisky to one year if you want to do that and, and sure. roll with roll with Heineke as a backup or yeah. still draft a young guy. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. But well, you're not going to draft a young guy mm-hmm. because you're yeah, gonna, your number there, ones but... are going to be gone. But I. Yeah, that's where you get that second or third round yeah. pick and, and maybe you get the next Kirk. Be, because next he, Kirk. Because yeah, here's my forth. here's my thing. If they don't trade for a good quarterback now, and I'm not talking good potential, I'm talking about good now. Rivera will not be here after five years. His, yeah, you're probably right about that. His personnel decisions are atrocious. He needs a quarterback to save him uh, because I don't I don't understand what he looks at. I mean, he picked Jamin Davis. Right? I, know. Mm-hmm. I know. He picked uh, the guy who, who's been hurt the whole time. What's his name? The running Samuel. Uh, Samuel Curtis. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then Jackson, the corner. Yeah, I That's mean. Right. And he, you know, it's like, what the fuck are you looking at, dude? Yeah, you're right. I mean, are now you any need... good at this? <clears throat> Very few of those guys have, have had a good track record as being the player personnel guys plus the head coach. Yet every yeah. one of them thinks they can do it. Yeah. Well, what he does is he brings just, I, I guess, soothing fireside, fireside chats. He's mm-hmm. a good guy. He brings guys with good he character. A, he only needs that really that one guy, though, or maybe two. Because, I mean, you know, if you're really cynical, one reason he even has this job now is because of Cam Newton. So, I mean, and he needs that, that type yeah, of player. Yeah, he needs that game changer. Or maybe, changer. you know, on one side of the ball you have him, and you have, you know, soon-to-be Keek, you know, Luke Keekley, Jamin Davis, you know, on the other side of the ball. <laughs> um, but, you know, so he... <laughs> I mean, look, they're going to put Jamin Davis on the outside, and he will play better. 
because yeah. it's just sure. an easier position to learn. Sure. Yes. God, that linebacking core needs severe help, doesn't well, it? Well, really, what they need is just a mic. If they, they get a mic, yeah. you're right. I mean, Cole Holcomb and Jamin Davis, I think that's competent. I, I completely agree with you. I mean, they need a mic. You're right. If they are complementary players, they could put up some yeah. numbers. They could be really especially effective. behind that D line. So. But when they're but when they're your anchors, you're fucked. Well, you know? Jamin Davis can't play Mike. Nope. And they, that's what they tried to put him, and they, he just couldn't do it. And he was kind of a bust there. When he plays on the outside, I think his athletic yeah, ability. Yeah, give him time and space and a, and a few. A few less you uh, play, responsibilities. You, got, you only have to play yeah. half the field. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know? Yep. Um, and so I haven't given up on him, but he's certainly not the impact player that you would have hoped. He's and not and you said that when we drafted him. You said he might be okay, but he's not going to give you the impact you needed yeah. at that pick. Now, I, you know, he's, he's, you don't give up on him. No, but, of course not. But, well, you might. Well, he's not your eight-year <laughs> middle linebacker, you know, Luke Keekley, he's just not that guy. He's not that guy. And that's no, what they not. thought. Which that's what I think they and, thought they were getting. And and that's why you're concerned with his player. And that's why I'm what like right, what right. did you see? Yeah. I mean he would he was a you know, he's a linebacker, so it was Del Rio. It's not yeah. like Sure. I don't understand. Like I can look at a fat guy and say, I used to do something like that, but he can do it a hell of a lot better than I can. And <laughs> you can't move him on double teams and look at his splits and all that stuff. And think if he can translate to a one tech in the NFL. I think I don't think that's that hard. Right. I don't understand why linebackers can't do that. So, so, what do you think they honestly do with that first pick? Then, do you well, think I they, trade, they back? trade it? I hope they trade it. Yeah. I hope it's gone. And, it, and, and assuming, because they got a quarterback. Yeah. Assuming they don't do that, then I don't know what. The, I mean, you're you're gonna have we're still to, a ways away. You're but. gonna have to take. I mean, it'll be some sort of combination. I think you're gonna take a quarterback there. Wow, I think it's going to well, be Malik yeah. Willis or Kenny P- Kenny Smallhands Pickett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Smallhands. I really think that with just with the quarterbacks, what's going to happen is basically you know what Jerry's saying, but it's somebody will jump up to get one of those two, if not both those guys, in front of eleven. So then they'll say, you know what, we like those guys. You've got your Strongs, you got your Ritters. There's guy, there's somebody will be there for us at forty three or whatever it is that they like. I think they'll push, let that go to forty three, and they'll go with you know a BPA. Corner, mm-hmm. potentially receiver. You know, I, I don't know if they want to go O line to play sheriff. But God, dude, we could put another guard. That'd be awesome. <laughs> well, you wouldn't have to pay him as much as sheriff. And he's Wait, he's Jeremy, 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 he's Jeremy, gone, right? You're killing me. Dude. He's gone, right? If they if sheriff, they if they draft gone. a guard at eleven, <laughs> I'm going to lose my fucking shit. They're not going to draft a guard at eleven, yeah. but sheriff's got to be gone, right? Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he's okay. Gone. Um, I would assume. What's I mean, the uh, what's the um, injury update on Cosme? How bad was that injury? I haven't heard. I don't because because he's like I mean he's a legit. Yeah, no, I think he was fine. He just wasn't fine to finish the season. Okay, I, mean, I, just, I think he'll be fine. I don't think there's any they concern. had a, by and large they had a pretty good offensive line. Yeah, because yeah. I really like him. I think I he, mean I think he could be a stud. Listen, I know we <clears throat> trash him and we should. Yeah, right? we should. Yeah, but. <laughs> There are some things that would be attractive to a quarterback. You have a pretty good offensive line. You certainly mm-hmm. have two good tackles mm-hmm. or uh, competent tackles, right? You have a pretty good running back. Yeah, I think uh, so. You have a pretty good wide receiver, assuming they re-sign McLaurin, which mm-hmm. I assume they will. Uh, and I don't know what you get about the other guy, right? But um, well, Logan Thomas, if you if you Logan re-sign Thomas, McKissick, yes. that's a great weapon for a quarterback. Yeah. So yep. you do have some 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 built-in things that yeah. could make you good. And the defense is supposed to be good, so. I just, my, my God, I mean, you get, <laughs> you get uh, number four 
in here and he's can play, mm-hmm. he's your Dak Prescott. Yeah, he's, he's as good mm-hmm. on the field as Dak Prescott. Complete game changer. Speaking of Dak and the Cowboys, real quick, the Cowboys officially didn't. Re- did they officially release Amari Cooper yet? I, I think so. I think because I, uh, I, I couldn't believe that because I mean he had he has at least three years left on his deal. I know. So, so Washington went after him pretty hard yeah. last year. No, we we yeah, you're right. But now that we got we you can't pay that much. I, money. I, I didn't think so either. I was but just I mean, gonna hear your opinion you on it. You might not have to pay well, because he's already getting paid. No, you're gonna have to pay yeah. McLaurin. Yeah. You're already right. play, paying the guy I can't remember his name. What's it? Samuel. Samuel. Yeah. And then now you're gonna pay another wide receiver. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they'll do it either. But if he sees this as a as a, a decent destination now, because he's already making money, and you know, he'd be you know, he, complimentary he, ain't, he ain't taking less than yeah. to come here. I can tell you that. But I don't know where else. I mean, you know, you know I, who, I don't think you he's know. Who, you know who you won't get? Calvin Ridley. <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want to bet? Yeah. Uh, he said, "I don't have a gaming problem. I've only bet fifteen hundred. Yeah, but one of them was on your own game. Oh man, what are you doing, bro? One. That's you know, a tough you know, one. Somebody dude. had the line. I was like, "Yeah, he only lost fifteen hundred gambling, but he lost eleven million. Yeah, it was JP it. Finley. Was it Finley? Eleven million dollars, man. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. But." I wonder where this is going to start. I know. Yeah. You know? I know. I'm with you, man. It's just like when all the Washington stuff came out and Dan Snyder, and then you hear the Jerry Jones, the, the Dallas Cowboys scandal, which is like seems to me to be a little bit worse. I mean, you got a dude uh, you creeping so. around. And <laughs> well, then also you got the tanking allegations. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Yeah, man. But it's Teflon, dude. dude NFL's Teflon. That, that, but, man, that, that whole NFL gazpacho like you know i don't know like tough guy routine i it, it would crack me up to see somebody actually like unfold you know and get get into the nitty-gritty of all that shit man well, that's what you don't want to have i mean you know, the I mean, nfl has, every single has, owner would just have to relinquish yes. <laughs> the nfl is, has histories of corruption oh, and God, mistreatment yeah. of women dude, and steroid mob. abuse and it's cocaine the, abuse dude it's the mob yeah you know i mean you can't have all those alpha dudes who just pl- are violent, so violent, on oh. you, and, and they just don't turn it off. I know. And there's been so many cover-ups. And- uh, dude, it's, it's you know, but they are the king, aren't they? Yeah. They are the king, man. Of the combine, I did like uh, the safety for Maryland. I, I thought he looked pretty good. He's, good. he's, he's a good athlete, a smart kid, good player. I'm not going to say he's anything special. He's, he's fast, yeah. you know, um, obviously. Um, but like you said, I mean, I just I was wowed as a casual observer by the lineman from Georgia, and you immediately said, "Here the here here's a huge, <laughs> here's a huge negative, and there are more that follow it." Well, he's so, he's a know. beast. Don't uh, he's a ten year player, but he and he, and and freak but, show of an but athlete. He, but I don't think he's a loading nada, right? Because I don't think he's as athletic, even though sure. he's a, he could run certainly. Sure, but Haloti nada was a three down player. This guy at Georgia was a was a run stopper. Right. Um, right. He seems to have charisma, you know, so like a guy you want on your team, but I just, I don't think he will go as high as people. No, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. But well, there, there are going to be, there are going to be scouts out there that literally, you know, have a hard on and they're going to go back and write it up. And, you know, it's going to get up to an assistant GM who goes, Hey, if this guy's here, we can't pass on him, you know? So I, I think you're probably right. I said he was going to go top 10. I think he goes top 20. Um, I think he's going to be somewhere in the teens. Yes, I mean, you know, again, all it takes is one team to fall in love with a guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely, it happens. You know, what, you know what it could be? It could be a team like New England. Yep. You know, who Belichick says, I don't care if he plays two out of every three downs. I don't care if he plays one out of every two. I need that guy. So you know? today, well, plus, yeah. today, Greg Rosenthal came out with uh, uh, most overpriced uh, free agents, and guess who's number one? 
Brandon Sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make you happy? Curious guy. Well, he's he's still a mauler, but the five-time pro bowler, pro bowler's body could be breaking down given that he's missed 22 games over the past four years. That's a fucking great conclusion. Yep. Shocking. And you don't pay $18 million to a friggin' guard. <laughs> um, hey, real quick before we uh, before we bounce around or, or, or you know wrap up for the week, where are the negotiations with Lamar currently? Lamar doesn't seem to be engaging with Baltimore. It doesn't sound like it either. You know um, what you can do, though? I think he sees the Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what a lot of colorbacks see, right? You're at the end of it, right? You play out your deal. They franchise you. You're a top five quarterback for a year. They franchise you again, or maybe a top ten. Franchise you again. You're a top five, and then you're a free agent. Right. So you don't lock down. Um, you don't lock down, right? You you basically say, all right, if I'm going to make twenty five million dollars a year, if I'm franchised, franchise me. Mm-hmm. Because if you sign me, if you uh, sign me to a long term deal, that's the minimum. That's my floor. Right, right. I'm not signing for any less than that. Mm-hmm. That's what Sheriff did. Yeah, I mean, he played it perfectly. Is Baltimore uh, going to do that though? I think they're going to try to. But he's his own agent, which is he crazy. Is. He is. I mean, I'm sure he's getting. I wonder help if he's from, talked to Ovi about that. <laughs> I'm sure he's getting help from uh, from lawyers on the oh, side. Oh, sure, he's sure. got to be. But um, he hasn't reached out to you. He's no, no not Jerry. <laughs> I'm like, just take the deal, first one offer. <laughs> Ten million sounds good. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it's a little. If you're Baltimore, you're a little bit concerning because I think I, they I, I thought. thought so too. I think the fan base thinks that he's gonna. He just wants to stay no matter what. Yeah, and he's gonna take less to do it. And yeah, they're a little. I delusional. think you're right. See, my only concern if, if I'm Lamar with doing that is, you know, Cousins was not a top ten quarterback, so that makes sense for him to take that guaranteed money that you get for being a franchise. Because you're obviously being overpaid. Nobody's slotting you where you're getting paid. It just doesn't, you know. Lamar though is one of those guys. Yeah, he's a, so, he's MVP. You know, yeah. yeah. So I want. I almost wonder. I mean, he might not be top three. I but, want the more interesting because Baltimore's not letting him go. I, they're gonna. I can't they're gonna have to find. But the more interesting one is Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Because he has not performed like Lamar. He's not beloved by a city like Lamar. I always thought he was kind of kind of a sleeper to be traded. Why would you? Because he's got one. He's got one same year. same years with yeah. Lamar. Why would you not trade him? Get a number one for him, um, and then let him go versus having to make him a lame dunk quarterback next year if you're not going to sign him. And then then you have to franchise Baker Mayfield yeah, or cut good, him. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a really good point. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could trade him, but you, you, it, let's say he goes out and bombs this year. Right, it ends the year not starting or something like that, hmm. you know, because that's where he was sort of this year. He's sure. sort of a fringe. Then now he's had two consecutive years of bad play. He has you're not signing him, and no one's going to give you a number one. True for, for a guy who can't play anymore. Very true. Hmm. So I was always thinking that you know, and the Derek Carr, Derek Carr hadn't signed yet. That's true. I mean, they're they're doing all the great talk, and it's getting close, but. There's so much talk in the NFL, man. Well, everybody lies now. Yep. Everybody lies now, especially Washington, because <laughs> they'll make a fucking trade offer for Aaron Rodgers then leak it out that they made a trade offer, so the fan base is like, they're really trying. Who gives a fuck about trying, dude? Either you yeah, get you somebody, somebody or you don't. Right. You, you missed on Stafford. Right. Sounds like they're missing on, on Wilson. Yeah. Didn't well, they, yeah. You know, which so, is fine. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I mean, placate the fan base. Hey, guys, we're giving it a shot. 
know? why is Mitchell Trubisky better than Minshew? Like, just because he went to Buffalo and sat on the bench for a year, that all automatically made him better? It's Dude, just because you don't man. see him suck. You start right. to forget mm-hmm. how much he does suck. Mm-hmm. I love no. Minshew. I don't know why Trubisky's any better. I, I don't think he is. Yeah. I'm not a Trubisky guy at all. It's a lot of it still that he went what two overall. That's still well, and and, and that that and and that uh, whatever Nagy, yeah, a terrible coach and <laughs> screwed awful, him all up. And coach. I get it, and some of that may be true, but this is the same dude you could have had last year. Mm-hmm. Yep, they could have had him. Yeah, they cho- they chose to sign old man. It's magic, <laughs> old man. It's magic who played sixth place. Uh, yeah, that was that was. <laughs> So disappointing. That yeah, was disappointing for sure. Oh, let's see. But because it's been so long, now you basically forget about it. <laughs> All right. So this week we got um, conference tournaments, and then this time next week, uh, let's put it on the books, man. The century episode. The century episode. We're gonna put it on the books. We're gonna do it downstairs. We're gonna have a party. And you know what's great is we will have the brackets in hand by then. And I am going to. Uh, we'll ask friends and family to absolutely. come. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. absolutely. Cool. Yeah, and Jeremy can ask her girl from <laughs> Yeah, the- buddy. Let's see if she comes down yeah. from Jersey. Let's go. <laughs> Bring Mitch, her down. Mitch, you're on duty. You know more about this than I do. Let's well, fucking go. I'm going to ask a close talk to show up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him out here. Um, yeah, man. Uh, you know, I say we could do a good old-fashioned, you know, hoot nanny and uh, have some beers and, and celebrate, uh, you know, episode 100 and, uh, you know, have, have the brackets. That, yeah. That's going to be exciting. All right, man. You know who's not going to be in the brackets? It's going to be Maryland. Or West Virginia. Or Georgetown. Or Georgetown. (laughs) Patrick Ewing, sayonara. That was a colossal failure. For anybody in the Maryland fan base, real quick, that's saying, you know, hey, we want Juan Dixon or we want... How badly does the former player coach work out every single fucking time? Well, Gary was a... Terp. But anyway, <clears throat> yeah, like yeah, but however, he sucked. It was, it's how, like, after after three legit is Division Mitch, One is jobs. Mitch Kupchak available for coaching? Seriously, that's seriously. the kind of guy you need. Yeah. Mitch Kumstein, <laughs> college roommate. Uh, now let's uh, now let's get excited putting. for next week and uh, you know uh, you know see how uh, see how the Caps do on their uh, on their West Coast foray. Oh, I would have been if they go zero and three. Oh, dude, stick a fork in me. <laughs> what we'll have to do is we'll have to uh, slip Jerry a couple shots of Pink Whitney before we start. There we go. There we give go. A, give him a, uh, a can of Miller Light, and by like twenty minutes into the episode, he's just gonna be all right. <laughs> hey, next week. We are downstairs bringing back the old school pre-COVID. Let's do it, man. I'll have my little cooler. You know, let's do it. All right. All right, boys. Wings, beers, and tears. We'll see you guys next week. See ya. Peace. See ya.